AviationPros.com is the portal website for AMT, airport business, and ground support worldwide magazines. Visit daily for breaking news, industry blogs, and insightful articles from our magazine's editorial team. And don't forget to sign up for our publication's daily e-newsletters. It's all at AviationPros.com. Welcome to the Aviation Pros Podcast. I'm Christina Marsh, Editor of Airport Business. I had the pleasure of catching up with the Green Bay Austin Straubel Airport during the 2023 EAA AirVenture. I sat down with Airport Director Marty Pia to learn about some of the construction projects happening at GRB. Marty, welcome and thank you for joining us today. Yeah, really appreciate the opportunity to talk about all the great things going on at GRB. Awesome. All right, so the Green Bay Austin Straubel Airport is currently in the midst of a multi-phase improvement project. Could you give listeners a little background information on the improvement project, why this was necessary for the airport, and what phase GRB is currently in? Yeah, so we call it a multi-phase improvement plan mainly because there's just a number of different projects that are going on simultaneously. And it really just goes back to keeping up with our infrastructure and making sure that not only the airfield, but even the public side of our airport environment uh, is is updated and continues to you know provide safe and efficient operations. So, again, we've got uh, three projects underway right now, with a fourth starting at the end of this year. The first project that we started uh, began in April of this year, and that was the repaving of our short-term and long-term parking lots. Uh, so that's kind of you know the forward-facing part of the airport terminal building. And uh, again, it's just rebuilding the parking lots, but then doing some aesthetic work around the parking lot, uh, replacing some old highway beam guard as a uh, perimeter around the uh, the parking lot with new decorative fencing and some landscaping. Also upgrading the lighting in the parking lot to LED and then also including some security enhancements uh, with CCTV. So that project started in April. We are currently in phase three of five on that project that will continue through the fall. Uh, our second project that started was taxiway delta rehabilitation and some reconstruction of that large taxiway. Uh, also part of that was the installation of uh, automatic fences to our perimeter fence. Uh, so again, it's, it was just pavement that was reaching the end of its useful life. Uh, um, funny enough, I mean, the last the, there's another piece of that project, which is taxiway alpha, and that was the last piece of asphalt that we had on the airfield. So replacing that with concrete, and that actually used to be the original runway for the airport, but that'll now be uh, rebuilt in concrete. And then the third project that started last month is the resurfacing of the southern third of runway 1836 and the realigning of Dutchman Creek, which runs underneath runway 1836, and then remarking of the entire runway. So. That was another project where the pavement's reaching the end of its useful life. The the culvert was reaching the end of its useful life, and the uh, the, the runway itself needed to be remarked. So that project will be pretty much wrapped up on August 15th. And the reason we have that one prioritized is because Packer Training Camp starts in mid-August, and we need to have both runways available uh, as traffic picks up for that. So the rest of these projects, uh, they're going to be wrapping up by the fall of this year. Is that correct? That's correct. These three should be done uh, in the fall of this year, but then we have a fourth project that will start in the fall that will continue into 2023. Or I'm sorry, 2024. 
And then that's another part of the phase of the canopy terminal building front rehabilitation. Uh, so we've already done a number of, of things to the front of the terminal building with repainting and reconstructing the, the large canopy, uh, new drive lanes, curbs, sidewalks. Uh, but this next piece of that project will be uh, removing and replacing the um, the canopy that's uh, over the sidewalk along the entire length of the terminal building. So we'll we'll run out of weather this year for that, but we can at least get started on that project, and that'll be wrapped up then next year, early uh, 2024. Okay. So the runway rehabilitation work, that's something that airports have to face and have to deal with over time um, as runways start to reach the end of their life. Um, what are some of the challenges associated with projects like that? And how do you overcome some of those pro uh, challenges? Uh, well, I think the first challenge is just funding. Uh, when you start looking at smaller regional sized airports like us, uh, you know, these are projects that typically are in excess of our entitlements. So it's a matter of, of creating a project and defining a project quite well for the FAA so that we're able to compete well to, for discretionary money. And and that's what we were able to do with these projects. So we did get uh, quite a bit of discretionary funding to help us complete these projects. And, uh, you know, that carries over into next year as well with our, our next project next year, which is a complete uh, rehabilitation of our airfield electrical and airfield signage. So, you know, that's the biggest challenge, I think, is funding. The, I think the other big challenge is just operational now, we do have two runways, uh, runway 1836 that's now closed. Uh, that is our, our north-south runway. And, uh, you know, not having that second runway does create some operational challenges, you know, if it's weather related uh, as far as wind direction. Uh, but then, you know, you're you're not splitting your traffic between your two runways as efficiently. Uh, but we've, you know, we've been able to work through that, I think, just through uh, education and communication with not only our airline partners, but also our general aviation community, just so that they're aware. And uh, and that kind of goes back again to the need to have that work done by August 15th when we see the next spike in traffic for Packer Training Camp. And now with the runway rehabilitation work, you've worked with uh, numerous contractors, correct? Uh, yeah, we've we have a, a different contractor for every project this year. We have uh, Peters Concrete doing some work. We have Vinton Construction as one of our prime contractors, and then Michaels Road and Stone is actually the contractor on our 1836 project. So let's jump into talking about some of that canopy rehabilitation work that you were talking about. Um, what are going to be some of the long-term benef benefits of that project? Yeah, so that project, uh, you know, we started that project uh, two years ago. So we're, we'll call it a three-phase project and that we've completed phase two, uh, phase three, beginning at the end of this year. And when we first looked at that project, we we knew that the large canopy that's over the drive lines was old. It was, I think it's probably in the, in the neighborhood of 30 years old. Uh, it was leaking. Uh, so we we're getting water underneath the canopy uh, because of the lack of sunlight. It wasn't drying. It would create slippery spots uh, during the winter time. Uh, the lighting was not sufficient. Uh, the CCTV system wasn't sufficient. So I, our initial intention was to remove it completely, remove that canopy, and then just have the uh, the sidewalk canopy along the terminal building. But uh, through a, um, I call it a, a vetting program where we we talk to stakeholders about 
our approach, uh, you know, the decision was made that, you know, hey, people like this canopy. It provides protection from the elements when you're loading and unloading the car. So we kept it. Uh, so we've, you know, been able to remodel that. Now the complete the canopy has been completely redone. So now from a safety standpoint, uh, there's no more leaking. Uh, we have new lighting underneath the canopy. We have new CCTV. So if there's ever an issue, we can kind of go back and, and see maybe what happened. Um, but you know that that provides a better environment for our passengers and just makes it easier to get in and out uh, of our facility. Can you highlight what some of the benefits will be of investing in the repavement of the short-term parking lot and upgrading airfield signage? Yeah, so you know the the parking lot uh, that's a benefit for our our passengers that are flying in and out. Uh, again, we, we've updated the lighting and updated the the pavement surfaces. So. Oh, and then with from the aesthetic standpoint as well, it just makes it a safer environment to operate your vehicles in and, uh, you know, kind of keeps us up to date, if you will, rather than falling behind and things start falling apart. Now, the airfield typically gets most of the attention, uh, which is why we did focus the last two years on the public side. Uh, but of course, the runway work is is very important and critical. And you start talking about aircraft operating on, uh, you know, unsafe surfaces, that's certainly not what you want. So we do have a pretty uh, strong program where we watch, uh, you know, the, the pavement condition, uh, the state helps us with that, the Bureau of Aeronautics uh, with PCI studies, so we can keep track of that and be proactive in our repairs rather than waiting for stuff to fall apart. Uh, we try to get ahead of it before that happens. Absolutely. Marty, looking to the future, is there anything that Green Bay is currently prepping for, um, or what does the future look like for for Green Bay? Yeah, I think you know we're prepping for a lot of things, and it, the industry we've seen it change so many times. Uh, you know, there's always events. I call them black swan events. You know, things that change the industry. And one thing that we know is that the industry always recovers, uh, but it always comes out a little bit different on the other end. And we're, we're seeing that today post pandemic. Now, you know, we're, airports are seeing maybe less frequency on flights with larger aircraft. You know, we talk about pilot shortages now, on the public side, you know, we're looking at autonomous vehicle potential and, and electric vehicle charging and just trying to, I guess, stay in touch with our industry sources and our organizations to try to see what the evolution of the industry looks like. So again, we can be ahead of it and rather than reacting, try to be proactive with some of our improvements. So I think uh, for us, uh, we have a, we have a, pre a pretty good infrastructure here from a terminal building, from a general aviation community and air runway and taxiway system. But it's again, it's still a matter of getting out there and competing well for discretionary funding so that we can keep our uh, facilities up to date and uh, safe and efficient. And, uh, you know, also from an air service development standpoint, understanding that the industry has changed. There's new players coming into uh, as new airlines. Uh, so, you know, just building those relationships with our airline partners so that as the industry changes, we're at the forefront of their mind. On that note, that you're absolutely right. The industry is ever changing. What are some of the things that you think that airports need to be thinking about as we think about the future and future growth of our airports? Well, I think we need to think about the the passenger experience on the public side, and, and that gets back to the vehicles. And, you know, a lot of airports our size, uh, you know, the number one revenue source is parking lot revenue. Uh, but that's going to change. That's going to change with uh, the types of vehicles that we're driving, uh, the power source of those vehicles, 
do we have enough uh, capacity to add charging stations at our airport? You know, looking at those types of things to make sure that uh, we can accommodate that type of growth in that sector. And, you know, it's the same on the airfield side. Uh, again, the, the pilot shortage is real. Uh, the airlines have been proactive in trying to solve that by by bringing in more pilots. Uh, but it's it's going to take time. And, and I think also from an airport air service development standpoint, it's just being prepared for industry changes. Uh, you know, there's still airline mergers being discussed. Um, you know, can smaller communities like us support larger aircraft? Uh, for us, we've been fortunate that we have been able to. Our, our flights are typically load factors in the 90% and upward uh, range. So, you know, we're just gonna continue planning to see continued growth, uh, we've we've hit our 2019 numbers, which was our busiest year in 20 years. So we're back to that threshold, and uh, I don't see any slow slowing of that growth. Well, Marty, thanks so much for taking the time to catch up with us and share some of the new and exciting things happening at the Green Bay Airport. Yeah, my pleasure. Appreciate the time. Thanks again for listening to today's podcast. Stay up to date on industry news, current issues, and information specifically for airports, airport operations, FBOs, and airport-based business by subscribing to Airport Business Daily Newsletter. And as always, please continue to visit aviationpros.com.